0: Guys, good Wednesday afternoon. Jerry Miller, I Love Seaville Show. Thank you kindly for joining us. We're fired up today with so much to talk about. I love the real estate chitter-chatter, and it's on the tip of my tongue today. Bed, bath, and beyond to start the week. Barracks Road Shopping Center. What's going to happen with 30,000 square feet as the national retailer goes bankrupt? Today we talk, or yesterday we talk about the Crossroads stores, the shops in North Garden, home to Dr. Ho's Humble Pie, that entire shopping center on the market for $6.2 million. We broke that news for you yesterday on the I Love Seville show. Today we got the Hampton Inn on West Main Street sold to a Georgia company, and we have some data that's going to leave you bewildered and flabbergasted As it pertains to real estate sales in Almaro County, Charlottesville City, and Lake Monticello, this show is fired up. Thank you kindly for joining us. Scott Wagner of Scott Wagner Integrated Medicine. I was there on Friday shooting TV commercials with Dr. Wagner and his team. You'll see those new commercials on television and on radio soon. He's a proud partner of the show. Dr. Wagner saving people's lives. Who's got your back? Dr. Wagner and Scott Wagner Integrated Medicine. Judah Wickauer, Director of the Program. Let's go to the two shot and put the first, lower third on screen, Jay Dubs. Science Festivals, data on residential real estate transactions, hotels being sold to Georgia companies, the crossroads corner shops, and North Garden on the market. Bed Bath and Beyond news: We now know the day is coming for the closure of Bed Bath and Beyond. All stores closed by June 30th. That's literally two months away, unless someone comes in and 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 does like a bottom of the ninth inning walk on water. Few loaves of bread, couple fishes feed the hundreds. 30,000 square feet closed in Barracks Road Shopping Center. This has been a week of tremendous real estate news. Yeah. I mean, tremendous news impacting a lot of centers. Barracks Road, 30,000 square feet, the third largest tenant. Number one, Teeter. Number two, Kroger. Three, Bad Bath & Beyond. Yeah. Yesterday, we break the, no, the news of the shops in North Garden hitting the market for $6.2 million. And t- today, we're going to let everybody know that the Hampton Inn suites on Westmate have been purchased. Um, the activity in this area is so like tangible on a day-to-day basis. You think just a byproduct of UVA?
1: yeah i think uh byproduct of the news of what's going on between the uh data science school and u v a buying up uh property on ivy i think uh i mean it's like what the uh what the guy said in the uh in this article about the the Hampton inn selling where they say uh <clears throat> uh Charlottesville represents all the key macro trends we proactively look for when identifying markets we believe will outperform as we enter a new lodging cycle, so uh, clearly, between this and the uh, what is it Kipton is mm-hmm. the Kipton hotel mm-hmm. people see uh, at least at least a lot of activity going on around here. Oh, we all know we 're under hoteled,
0: and one of the reasons we know we 're under hoteled is in Charlottesville, Virginia. Hotels command $500 a night rentals. So, if hotels can com- c- command $500 a night, almost synonymous with Manhattan, you know that we're under hotel. As some of these hotels come to market, maybe some of these prices start to drop. Time will tell. Okay, the news that we're relaying to you today: Hampton Inn on West Main was purchased by a company out of Georgia. That company out of Georgia is called the Noble Investment Group. The Noble Investment Group specializes in hospitality acquisitions. And this particular um, hotel is extremely well positioned on West Main Street literally next to the uva hospital and on the primary artery that we call charlottesville city which is west main street it's literally in the middle of the uva corner in the downtown mall the hampton inn and suites okay so you've got some major hotel news in the last couple weeks here in the city when it's come to the kipton the forum on ivy road Now, an out-of-town company buying this hotel on West Main, and eventually the UVA infrastructure is going to come to market with the own UVA hotel on Ivy Road and a convention center of its own. This is some big-time hotel news the last couple weeks in this city, okay? It speaks to the cosmopolitan nature of Charlottesville, and that's a direct tie, direct tie to the University of Virginia. Direct tie to the University of Virginia and its many different schools, now, I want to get to the next headline. So, if you could put lower third, uh, number three on, year to date. I learned this this morning on Real Talk with Keith Smith. Listen to this statistic. This is a statistic that I'm going to give you for a, um, this weekend's uh, cookout or cocktail party. Okay? Year to date. From January 1 to April twenty six. 2023, that's year to date, Albemarle County, there's been 269 residential real estate transactions. Of the 269 Albemarle County residential real estate transactions, 87 of them have been all cash. 87 of them. That's 32%. Charlottesville City, even more significant, the percentage. Charlottesville City, 91 real estate residential deals year-to-date. 42 have been all cash. 46% 46% of the deals done in Charlottesville City year-to-date, all cash. 32% of the deals in Albemarle County have been all cash. That is a sizable percentage. A third in Albemarle and nearly half in city of Charlottesville, all cash, year-to-date, residential real estate deals. That is astronomical. Yeah. You're not buying something in this area unless your cash position is strong. Not only is the volume of real estate year to date, or excuse me, year over year, comparing 2022 versus 2023, not only is sales volume down, but cash, cash purchases are up. And that's a reflection of interest rates. You don't need to make an all-cash deal on a $700,000 home, $600,000 home, $800,000 home, whatever the price point is, when the interest rate's 25 or 3%. Yeah. But when the interest rate's 6 7%, you consider making all-cash deals. And that's literally what the market is doing. Let's take a deeper dive here. And I want you to offer your thoughts here. Year to date in 2023... Charlottesville City, 91 residential real estate transactions. Yeah. 42 of them all cash. First time homebuyers got n- no shot.
1: Yeah, Charlottesville not. City.
0: No shot in Charlottesville City. Alamaro County, 32% of the deals year to date. A third yeah. all cash. First time homebuyers got no shot in Alamaro County. Lake Monticello... You expand the radius a little bit, price point becomes a little bit more affordable. Year-to-date, Lake Monticello, 10% of the deals all cash. 20. 52 total sales at Lake Monticello, 10, or excuse me, 20% all cash. 52 total sales in Lake Monticello year-to-date, 10 were all cash for a percentage of 20. You have a little better chance there at Lake Monticello. A little better. Yeah. That's Fluvanna County, Lake Monticello, forty-three hundred homes in the gates of Lake Monticello, the largest community in central Virginia by rooftop count. All right, you take a deep dive, and then I am going to take a deep dive. That's the data I got to take on this, my friend.
1: I don't know if I've got a deep dive, but my question earlier was, uh, how many of these are pushing uh, are pushing the prices up in in neighborhoods? I mean, you know, that's anybody that's selling their house, want, you know, wants to wants to get the. Uh, uh the the grand prize they want to get the uh the most money the most bang for their buck yeah but uh i i mean i just wonder how much of these uh how much of these cash buyers even care about the price you know are they coming in and just putting down a price that uh knows that they're they know they're going to win scott morris made the comment On the show and
0: off the show. The cash buyers, a lot of them, you know where they're coming from? I would say Northern Virginia. Outside the market. Yeah. People new to the market. Right. New to the market doesn't care about market dynamic. Right. New to the market does care about a dollar. I'm not saying they're going to burn money. Right. But they don't care about dynamics in Charlottesville,
1: and as we've meant as we've as we've talked about before if you're coming if you're coming from a from a market where prices are so much higher than they are here
0: this seems affordable
1: yeah and this is affordable and so if you're you know if if you want if you go what 15 20 percent over the asking price i mean let's put it's not such a big deal for exactly and let's put it in perspective here let's put it in perspective
0: And rotate the lower thirds on screen. I think you have the Charlottesville City one on there. Let's get the Almora County one on there for a little bit, and then the Lake Monticello one on there for those that are seeing the visual. Let's put it in perspective. And viewers and listeners, we'll get to your comments here. What do you make of the topics we're talking about here? Offer your comments in the comment section, and I'll relay your perspective live on air. Here's what we've covered so far on the show. The Hampton Inn on West Main Street has been sold to a company from Georgia. That company is the Noble Investment Group that specializes in hospitality acquisitions. Next topic we've covered on the show. Charlottesville City, year to date, there have been 91 deals residential in Charlottesville City. Of the 91, 42 have been all cash That's 20% of the deals, or excuse me, 46% of the deals in Charlottesville City have been all cash. 91 deals, 42 all cash, 46%. (coughs) Albemarle County, 32% year-to-date all cash. Lake Monticello, Monticello, 10% year-to-date all cash. I'll get to your comments in a matter of moments here. Two hours from here. A home that you can buy in Albemarle County or Charlottesville City is two to three X more expensive and that's Northern Virginia. Folks living in Northern Virginia that have the professional opportunity to live elsewhere will jump at it.
1: Yeah, we don't talk about that. Jump at it. We don't talk about, I don't know that I've heard that mentioned. We, you know, we, uh, a lot of, a lot of the talk on uh, real estate has been about you know, well, who's gonna who's gonna leave their two point five three three uh, percent uh, mortgage rate uh, to go up? You talked about earlier the fact that if you do, oftentimes you end up making a lateral move rather than moving up because because you got to take a lot of you know you've got you've got a lot of uh, appreciation in your property, uh, so you've got. Some extra equity to play around with, but if you're if you're moving in the same market, then you're not really gaining anything, and in fact, you end up having to use a lot of that equity to cover the higher mortgage cost. But what if you're what if you're moving out of market? What if you're moving like you're talking about from a market with uh, you know where your house is is worth twice as as much it is as it is here? Would you really care if you were? you know, we're talking about cash, cash The folks offers, that are coming in the about... market with the
0: big bags of money because they sold a Northern Virginia townhome for $1.2 or $1.3 million and then are coming to Charlottesville City or Albemarle County and they're one of the 46% that are doing all cash in Charlottesville City or one of the 32% that are doing all cash in Albemarle County. But even if they go ten or 15000 20000
1: $40,000 over ask, they don't care. But even if they're not going all cash... Are, they're still in a. They're still in a better position than if they were, you know, moving, moving in the same, you know, in the same market. Yeah. They're going from uh, Northern Virginia to Northern Virginia. Because they're going downstream. They don't down gain, market. They don't to a gain more gain much.
0: affordable market.
1: Right. Yeah. So even if they're not going all cash, they're still, you know, they're still. They don't care about a you know a five or six percent, and they might, but uh, but a higher mortgage rate, they still have a lot more equity to play with. Yeah. More cash.
0: Yeah, they have more cash. Yeah. Uh, obviously, 100%. Th- yeah. They have more cash. Yes. So That's influencing the market. These statistics, why I'm passing them on to you, A, I found them fascinating. Mm-hmm. B, it shows how competitive the market is. C, it shows how large a cash position you need to have to purchase a home in 2023, April. Yeah. Okay? Next... Um, it shows that the market is not going to get any more affordable anytime soon when you have this kind of buyer pool with this kind of nuance or this kind of buying power. Okay? Half the homes in Charlottesville City year to date haven't even utilized a financing vehicle. They've just been some daddy Warbucks with the bag of money, Scrooge McDucking his or her way into buying the bricks. Think about that. Yeah. I want you to think about that. Half the homes year-to-date Charlottesville City that have been sold or purchased have been purchased by Daddy Warbucks. What's the feminine version of Daddy Warbucks? I'm an equal opportunity labeler here on the Mm. I Love Siebel Show. Daddy Warbucks, is it Mama Warbucks? That works. Okay. Half the homes in Charlottesville City have been purchased by Mama Warbucks. And Mama Warbucks has not utilized the financing vehicle. She's utilized a big bag of money. Yeah. I mean, geez, Louise. Now, I will say that the percentage of homes that have purchased with cash will drop as rates are dropping. Like I was having a conversation with a developer who also owns an uh, uh, extremely high-end remodeling company. And the conversation, one of the sentences that came up in passing on the conference call was the, um, the remodeling business that has been sizzling over the last 18 months is not as sizzling as much. And the custom home business that has been relatively flat is now picking up. And that's a direct correlation to the rates dropping which is opening up the mindset of the custom home um, family or, or, or individual or couple. Mm. And as rates drop, the remodeling should flatline or should sizzle a little less. Time will tell on that. All right, let me get to comments. Um, I'm going to go to a valuable viewer and listener on Twitter, deep throat watching the show. He says, when I left New York to go to Austin, I paid all cash and just lifted the full offer. It was just so cheap relative to New York City. Hmm. On the percentage all cash, isn't it just that mortgage-funded deals have dried up and all cash have not affected by rising rates? So it is not really all cash increasing, just the rest drying up. I think it's all cash is, is becoming a much more appealing buyer now. The all-cash buyer is, is, is you can't say no to it, right. Someone that's going to get a close faster, that's not going to have a financing contingency and as right. a slam dunk, you just can't say no to it. And one of the things we haven't talked about yet on the show, Judah and I, or, and viewers and listeners consider this. As this competition with all cash buyers is scooping up real estate in Charlottesville and Almaro County, this is raising the value of all the homes close to that. these purchases, which is legitimately a comp that's raising the value of real estate. So nothing that has happened in Charlottesville City and Almaro County in this year, Charlottes- in January to April, has showed a slow in pricing.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: This is from Dylan's Rule. These all-cash offers demonstrate the futility of the housing movement in Charlottesville. These clowns, almost none of whom have real estate experience, are playing in a sandbox they have no business playing in. Hmm. I I think what is happening is... This is another UVA effect here. UVA is graduating some of the most talented people in their respective fields. And this talent that's being graduated from UVA is making or has made a boatload of money. And they remember their time in Charlottesville at school as being awesome because there's a lot of cool stuff here. And now these folks have a boatload of money where they can do a lot of stuff Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and move a lot of places. And they're choosing to move here. I think that we shouldn't underestimate that. Yeah. I mean, that's why I relayed the statistic to you last week. The McIntyre School of Commerce, the business school at UVA, the finance, the, the the young men and women that are graduating with finance degrees from the McIntyre School of Commerce. Of any public university in America, these young men and women on average are starting with the highest salaries.
1: Yeah, was it nineteen percent higher than than comparable yeah. students elsewhere? Say it again. Nineteen percent higher on average, on a, you know, first first job. 19%
0: is significant.
1: So when people
0: say, when people say, what's the value of a college education? Well, for a finance degree from the University of Virginia, it's got a value proposition that's 19% greater than other peer public university finance degrees. Yeah. And if you're starting finance... Let's say, what's the starting salary for a McIntyre UVA finance? I would bet you it's somewhere between 100 and 120. Okay? Let's just use for the sake of conversation 100 grand. Yeah. And let's use for the sake of conversation for easy math 20% instead of 19%. I'll raise it a percentage point. You're telling me the average UVA finance guy or gal is starting at 120K? when their peers are starting at 100 and that's at year one and their raises that compound annually for the next 30 years if they stay at their employer, one school starting at a 120 year one compound and the other one starting at at 100 year one compound? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Come on. There's your value plus the network. And then they come back here and scoop folks, scoop stuff up.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: All right, let me get to some comments. This is from the mayor of McIntyre, Bill McChesney. I said his last name right. I think so. I've been working on pronouncing Bill's name. He says, it used to be at one time, if you were over 65 years old, you can move into a lower-value home and bank the money without being taxed on that equity. Then you cash in and retire. He says that's not possible anymore in Charlottesville. He says when someone slams up the price of our homes here in Charlottesville, in our neighborhoods, the city government uses the comp to jack up our assessments on our property values. Then that raises our taxes. Yeah, it's making the real estate and the house that I own unaffordable. Yeah. Yep, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Travis Hackworth in Danville, all cash buyers near the Caesar Casino site in Danville and the Schoolfield District. That's pushed up prices 75%. Ooh. All cash buyers, regardless of condition. So, the Caesars Casino, this is Travis Hackworth watching in Danville, Virginia. There's a Caesars Casino coming to Danville, which is one of the reasons Danville has had like tremendous tailwinds. One of the hottest communities in the Commonwealth right now is in southwestern Virginia, and it's called Danville. They are doing a DORA, a designated outdoor refreshment area, and it's downtown. Mm. They're prioritizing fiber internet, and they got this Caesars Casino that's coming. Yeah. He said in the area around the Caesars Casino, the school field district, prices have jumped 75% values. Man.
1: Hmm.
0: Rotate the lower thirds with the stats on the real estate so folks can see it. It's resonating with people. This is from Scott Q. He owns uh, Marcos on Pantops. Scott's a good guy. Um, he says, air, oh, and he's got an Airbnb. Scott, you just bought kind of like a farm at, right? I think I, I, I saw that your, uh, your better half um, posted that on social media. And you did it through Keith Smith, a good, bud, a good introduction through the I Love Seville show. Um, He says Airbnb searches are up 91% year over year in the Charlottesville area. People are coming from outside the market. What's that? I don't understand your second comment, Scott. I do appreciate the stat that you just shared, that 91% year over year Airbnb searches are up. That's another thing that we underestimate. I think another thing that we underestimate, Judah, is the vacation effect of Charlottesville, we talk about the graduates that come. Let's talk about this. We talk about the graduates, like these finance guys that are graduating from McIntyre, the public university, the finance degree with the best uh, earning potential, UVA, McIntyre School of Commerce Finance. It's a stat. That's a fact. Okay. We don't talk about the vacation piece. How many folks come to the Central Virginia area for vacation? and get romanticized or fall in love by the hiking, the vineyards, the breweries, the restaurants, the music, all the reasons we live here, ACC sports, the squash, I love the squash, um, and, and the vacation influence of getting folks to move here. Yeah. We don't talk about that either. There's so many different, like, uh, death by a thousand cuts for affordability.
1: Unintended consequences. Unintended
0: consequences. Yeah. Uh what was the phrase that Alex Irpey used? Third. Wasn't it the third effect?
1: Third effect.
0: I think it was third order effect. Hmm. I think it was the third order effect. The third order effects maintains a private. Uh I think it was third order effects. Or third order consequences the downstream ramifications of actions. I believe they're called third order consequences. Anyway, um, if you're just tuning into the program, we're highlighting how the last two weeks have been a monumental um, week for real estate with the news cycle from Monday show where we talked to Bed Bath & Beyond filing for bankruptcy and having a deadline of June 30th for all its stores to be closed That's 30,000 square feet in Barracks Road Shopping Center, the Bed Bath & Beyond. On yesterday's show, we broke the news about the Crossroads Corner Shops hitting the market for $6.2 million, 5.32 acres, 16 retail spaces, 30,000 square feet, 14 of the 16 spaces currently filled, 88% occupancy, Today, we break the news that Noble Investment Group has purchased the Hampton Inn on West Main Street. This is a hospitality firm from Georgia, the Noble Investment Group. We also relayed statistics to you year-to-date, 46% of the transactions in residential real estate in the city of Charlottesville have been all cash, 32% all cash in Almaro County year-to-date, and 20% all cash at Lake Monticello year-to-date. I mean, it's just... For someone that 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 loves the uh, and we also had the news that Doma Kitchen's for sale, yeah, for four hundred fifty thousand dollars on Monday. For somebody that loves the art of the deal or the percolation of a deal, this is a fantastic community. There's deals being made left and right. I mean, we got the Charlottesville firm that bought the warehouse. In uh in, in in Richmond for 3.3 million, prioritizing warehouse space. And and it's a Charlottesville firm that initially started its company, BMC Holdings, by doing uh UVA housing. Then it realized the tremendous shortage in industrial space and warehouse space, and then next thing you know. The primary, the, the principal of BMC Holdings, Robbie Knoll, a Charlottesville-based company, is dumping money into the Richmond market. Three million bucks, three point three million. BMC Holdings industrial space in 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 the Richmond area. It's great purchase. Something about this town percolates, or or bursts deal making.
1: It's just probably the wealth.
0: or the dispos- all those
1: finance majors.
0: Disposable income, right? Uh, yeah. Albert Graves, watching the program. Albert Graves says this. A lot of deals are getting done before the Fed raises the rate. One more interest point again. It's a proven fact that Airbnbs kill affordable housing. It kills so much that the city of Richmond is looking at banning them due to the housing crisis within the city of Richmond.
1: Yeah makes sense.
0: City of Richmond is not necessarily looking to ban Airbnbs. What the city of Richmond is looking to do is the city of Richmond is looking to remove the uh, requirement that you have to live in an Airbnb for 180 days. Basically, they're looking to loosen the restrictions on Airbnbs in Richmond because Mm. then they'll get additional tax revenue. The revenue that comes from owning the real estate and paying the taxes on owning the real estate plus the lodging taxes that come. So they're actually looking to loosen the restrictions on Airbnbs in hmm. Richmond. Um, he is correct in that Mayor Lavar Stoney um, said recently, and by recently I mean this month, that Richmond's in the midst of a housing crisis. And he used, utilized the term crisis. And that's Richmond that's got a hell of a lot more housing stock than Charlottesville. So if the mayor of Richmond is legitimately saying we're in a housing crisis and they got a boatload more stock than Seaville, what's Charlottesville in? What's worse than a crisis? Yeah. Catastrophe. Is a catastrophe on the scale of the magnitude scale worse than a crisis? I would say so. You say a
1: catastrophe is worse than a, a crisis? Yeah, a crisis can be averted, or at least managed. But uh, a cat catastrophe is kind of uh, it. It implies that the damage has already been done. John Blair giving you props. He says
0: Judah nails it. This is all about the macro trends. Anyone who understands real estate in Seaville is aware that the macro trends in hotels are geared towards high-end universities. UVA has one of the wealthiest student bodies in America. The four-day weekend trips, which Seville meets well, this is 100% a macro trend hitting and benefiting Charlottesville.
1: Benefiting in some ways. Unpack that. For the uh, you know for the wineries, the breweries, the restaurants, the um, all the places that, uh, that visitors to Charlottesville <clears throat> are going to want to hit up. I mean that's definitely uh, a plus. But uh, when uh, when all that activity you know breeds people coming down with their you know with their cash offers and making uh, Charlottesville less uh, less affordable, less livable, it's you know it's a what is it a, a dichotomy a uh, um how do you uh how do you align those those two um you know it's great that uh it's great that charlottesville is, is bringing in you know bringing in tourists and outside outside money uh, but when they decide to start staying and they start bringing their you know their uh Thick wallets and pocketbooks. Uh, there you go. makes it more unaffordable. so how do you uh, you know how do you reconcile that? There you go. Well said you. There you go. There you go.
0: All right. Props to UVA and Charlottesville police for working together to catch the uh, perch, the purse um, snatcher in the 11th Street parking garage. Yeah. Anytime the police does something good, we're going to give them some props on on the show. No doubt. Um, Dylan's rule on Twitter. Lots of really wealthy UVA alums are going to buy up Seville homes when they retire. Have the clowns at livable Seville or Seville plants together even mention this fact. Leave housing policy to people who understand real estate markets. Dylan's rule I like your style. I like your style. I think we're going to find when we look with the benefit of history, say five, 10 years from now, we're going to look and reflect. That not much of the policy that was pushed through to create affordability had any impact whatsoever. It's a, it's a darn shame. You wait and see. Ten years from now, that's what's going to happen. And then the lesson learned, uh, yet again, will be government will be government trying to get into free market. That's the lesson. Closing thoughts and the Yiddish word of
1: the day. Mm, let's see. <clears throat> Yiddish word of the day. I'm going to go with nebish.
0: Nebish. N e b b i s h. Yep. Ooh, nebish. What's nebish?
1: It's a nobody, a simpleton. A weakling, basically a, a Joe Schmo. Nebbish. Nebbish.
0: Yeah, don't be a nebbish. Don't be a nebbish. Don't be a nebbish. I like it. Don't be a nebbish. Um, Spencer, I agree. Spencer Pushard says that uh, the, the, the Crossroads store would be a great spot for a Sheets. I think the Crossroads store would be a great spot for anything. 6.2 million bucks. And friend of the program, Woody Fincham, let us know that uh, the, uh, the, folk, the individual that appraised, that, that valued that property, is very legitimate. Um, so when Woody's letting me know the person who valued the property to set the asking price is legit, then I know that it's backed by some serious data and research. 6.2 for that? That seems like a steal, Hmm. I mean, 16 tenants, 14 occupied, I assert, I'm I'm, I'm quite confident that it's under-rented from a price point standpoint. How much car traffic goes by there all the time? Serious car traffic. How much competition is there? No competition. And could you even, Neil made this point on yesterday's show, Neil Williamson, that this project would never be approved in today's zoning climate. And, and Planning Commission, Board of Supervisors, uh, Policy, Political World of Albemarle County, that crossroad shops would never be approved, this project. 6.2? Right? Five acres plus? Yeah. I mean, no competition around you? Yeah, for miles. I mean, 140-some parking spaces? I mean, you're talking about 30,000 square feet. (laughs) Put a brewery there, rent it out as is. So much potential. Pippin Hill's got how many people going every day? That right there is one of the best opportunities I've seen in some time on this market. More on that on tomorrow's show. I'm trying to dig uh, with some folks close to the uh, um, deal of what they're planning on. Uh... Anyway, more on that. Let me, let, me, let me text and dot the I's and cross the T's. Spencer, I do not know yet on that question that you just posted, Spencer Pushard, I like when you watch the show, Spencer. You followed the news closely. I respect your uh, attention to news locally. I really do. And I like your entrepreneurship. He's a hell of a, he's in the uh, electrical business. All right, that's the talk show. Judah Wickauer, Jerry Miller. I love Seville's show on a um, Wednesday. Thank you kindly for joining us. Back tomorrow at 1230. So long.